Hey, Dad, why don't you just let me drive? Give me the keys. Let's go for a ride. Stay tuned. There's more on that front. Hey, everybody. This is Nancy May from Doing It Best with Elder Care Success. And welcome to Summer Shorts. What are summer shorts? Well, everybody knows what those are. Those are the fun things that you buy in the store that have bright colors. They could have palm trees, alligators, flamingos, whatever they are on your shorts for the summertime. But here, they're just a little different. We're doing summer shorts, elder care success style, where we're taking 15 minute segments and giving you tips, ideas, resources, and fun things that you can do to make life easier, better, and in some cases, less expensive while taking care of those that you love, be it a parent, a spouse, a partner, or anybody else in your family member. So hang tight. It's summer shorts. Have you ever worried that somebody's driving is just a little erratic and probably not safe for them or anybody else on the road? Taking the car keys away or asking somebody not to drive is really a hard decision to make. Well, in many cases, it's probably not a hard decision, but it's a tough conversation to have. And in doing so, I want to remind everybody that empathy is top on the list when having these conversations. You'll probably notice beforehand that there are dents and dings on the back bumper or the front bumper, even the side doors. And you're kind of worried that, wait a second, this is not going as you thought. And the person behind the wheel is more likely saying, oh, I'm a safe driver. Don't worry about it. I drive slow and careful or I drive in the slow lane and I let all the speeders go past me or even better, I drive when nobody else is on the road, which either means They're driving at night when nobody else is on the road and the drunk drivers are there, or they're trying to find some time of day where it's quiet and their own concern about their driving is probably high to begin with. So here are some tips on having that conversation. First of all, stop, take a nice deep breath, get yourself in a calm place and have a quiet conversation and discussion about driving, how it's going, How is the car working? Any other concerns that you might have in a very gentle and empathetic way. The last thing any of us wants is to have our car keys and freedom taken away. Remember what that was like when you were a kid and had your new driver's license and something happened and you might have been grounded or the car keys were taken away or your driving privileges were removed? Well, this is even worse because now you've been doing this for all your life and somebody younger than you typically an adult child or maybe another family member is saying, it's time to stop. Give me the keys. You're done. Not a great way to start the conversation. It's also not a great way to continue to build trust. And trust is what you're going to need for the longer haul. So understand the situation, have the conversation and consider some alternatives. Instead of driving, you might say, hey, dad, I've got an idea. So I've got this coupon or discount offer that I've got for a private driver. Now that could be an Uber driver. It could be a friend that you hire. It could be anybody that allows them the freedom to get out when they need to. Another alternative is, especially if somebody's in an assisted or care facility, is to say that there's the hop-on, hop-off bus that many of them have. And just sometimes getting out to drive around in that bus with a little bit of freedom and just getting out to drive around as a passenger on that bus can be liberating. My dad used to do that when he was in a care facility and 
he didn't like giving up the car keys, but he loved getting on the bus, chatting with everybody who got on, got off. He never got off except when it came back to the facility. And he enjoyed building a friendship with the driver. And they were good buds. Mom didn't like doing that. She gave up her driving a long time ago when she said, I am done. I'm no longer driving. I'm sick and tired of this. I don't like it. And I have done all my errands for the rest of my life. Dad can drive. So that was a little easier for us with mom. With dad, it was a little bit more difficult. And as long as we were able to make sure that his car went to somebody that he liked and he trusted, then he was fine. In our case, what we did is we had an aide who needed a car. And so she bought the car from us. She actually worked the hours off instead of paying cash, which was fine with us. And he always enjoyed getting in the car, knowing that that was his car and his good buddy and our aide was there at the wheel, making sure everything was great. And he was very good at directing traffic from the shotgun side. (laughs) Another way that we actually help dad that might be helpful to you, especially if you've got parents that are driving. My dad, as a younger man, used to be the terror on the Long Island Expressway. And when traffic wasn't moving fast enough, he would actually bump the rear bumper of the car in front of him to make sure that they were moving fast enough. My uncle still has PTS from that drive. And not just one drive, but many drives from Long Island into the city with my dad literally riding shotgun and hoping that he'd survive by the time he got home. But as dad got older, his reflexes weren't so good and he had severe neuropathy. So in the hands and the feet, you worry about the sensation of the hands on the wheel, which they can see. But the feet is a major issue, especially when your concern is, do they understand where the brake pedal is and where the accelerator pedal is? We've all heard of those horror stories where an older person is sitting in a parking lot and starts the car up and accidentally puts their foot on the accelerator and drives through the window of a retail establishment. My guess is that there was something going on with the sensation of nerves in their feet to begin with. But with dad's case, what we did is we had a a very serious but gentle conversation with him asking, look at dad, we love you dearly. We know you love to drive, but... Have you ever thought what would happen if mom got hurt? Now, anytime dad went out, mom was always with him, except when he went to the score meetings or to the chamber meetings. But even still, mom was frequently with him. And I said one day, you know, I'm not worried about your driving as much as I am everybody else. And I know that you're driving safely and you're driving slowly. But what would you do or how would you feel if somebody came along and broadsided you and it wasn't on your side? but it was on mom's side. She would not survive anything like that. And what would you do if you were hurt and couldn't take care of mom? He thought, closed his eyes a little bit, nodded his head, pursed his lips, and just remained silent. That was dad's way of letting us know that he was doing some deep thinking. Shortly after that conversation, he agreed that it was time to sell the car and deal with some other issues and make sure that they were safe. But he always had the opportunity to have some freedom. We had another aide who drove him to and from doctor's appointments or just out for a drive if he wanted to get out, which he loved doing. So that was the way that we handled it. Some families get angry about it and get extremely quick to remove the car keys. They also come up with lies that say the car isn't working right or they take the battery out. I'm not a big fan of lies, especially when it comes to something like this. 
Because like I said earlier, trust is something that you really want to maintain throughout their life because it will keep them safe and will make your job easier as a caregiver. There are a number of other tips that I will put in the show notes that people use. Again, there are tactics that are sometimes a little bit more aggressive, including calling the police or the DMV or getting a doctor involved to make sure that they're not able to drive with a doctor's note saying that this is not safe for them. In some cases, a license may be up for renewal. In that case, many DMVs are actually doing eye tests and driving tests for people over a certain age. If they do not pass, just not passing and telling them that they failed is not a good thing. Try and work with the DMV to have a gentle conversation so that this happens quickly, but with a certain level of empathy so that mom or dad understand or whoever it is that you might be taking care of, it could be a spouse as well, and that everything is going to be okay and that life will continue on in a way that gives them the same amount of control, but just with a little bit more, I'll say class. They have a driver. So those are my tips for today on taking the car keys away or I don't say removing driving privileges, but just changing who's driving for them. Take care. It's Nancy from Eldercare Success. Please take a look at the show notes. There'll be other information in there, some other tips and ideas that you can use along the way. Every situation is slightly different and make it a good day. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. This show is sponsored by Caremanity, the publishers of How to Survive 911 Medical Emergencies, a step-by-step guide before, during, and after. For your own personalized free file of life, go to www.howtosurvive911.com. All trademarks, brands, and comments are not intended to be substitutes for medical, financial, or legal advice. Please consult a medical, legal, or financial professional for issues relevant to your own personal situation. This show is produced by Caremanity LLC. All rights reserved. Copyright 2021 Caremanity LLC.